Here comes a new challenger. From 8-bit to 35mm, game pads to the silver screen, your favorite video game characters are on a quest to become movie icons. Can they unlock the achievement? Let's go for broke! It's time to press X to reload. Connor! Connor! It's okay. George! 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 Easy, buddy. Easy. Very funny. We're all very impressed. Yes, yes. You and I laughing at your joke, okay? New guy, he no laugh. He cry. Yeah. Yeah. Opposite of laugh. Connor, you can get up now. Are you 100% on that? 100% sure. You can get up. And check your diaper. Come on. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone, to Press X to Reload, where we blow off the DVDs and Blu-rays like the inside of an NES cartridge, stick it back in the machine and see if it's any good or not. I am Nick Moore. With <laughs> me, as always, are Wayne Brissett and Mark Athanas. Gentlemen. Good day. I think I lost oh you at sticking in. Oh, my God. That's the most <laughs> sexual intro ever. Anyway, yeah, hi. Well, How's it going? In, in my sexual defense. Sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> today's movie's got so much charisma to it with The Rock in there that... Those feelings yeah, just sure. get flowing. We are back to it's our so normal video game adaptations, so true adaptations of games into film, and we are coming back with Rampage, which as far as I understand is a fairly successful, at least financially successful, video game adaptation. Mm -hmm. I'll get into a bit of the, the background on it in a second. Mark, what were your thoughts on the film? You know what? I actually really enjoyed this film. Not the first time I'd seen it. I think it might even be the third or fourth. I just get a kick out of it. It's... Uh, mindless uh the rock action flick it's wonderfully over the top in all of the right places so yeah it's a good time uh wayne what do you think well i think there's a bit of irony when nick says let's get back to normal video game adaptations and here we are with a, a video game rampage which is literally just about three monsters destroying buildings and somehow mm -hmm. they tried to turn that into a hollywood feature film Still couldn't even follow it <laughs> um, based on the video game, which only has like one element to it. But uh, I, I can't deny it. it is a fun film. Facts are good. Rock has always got, like you said, so much charisma that he can carry any show. As long as he entertains you, you're probably having a good time. And I did. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, Rampage is based off of the video game where you play one of three monsters, either a werewolf-looking monster, a gigantic gorilla, or a giant lizard, and you just beat the hell out of city after city, you eat people, you break tanks, you smash helicopters, that's it. Good fun. There is no overall progression, <laughs> it's pure id, mm -hmm. it is just have fun and break stuff. Multiplayer, good times. <laughs> when they said they were making an adaptation out of this, it made no sense to me that they'd even try. Agreed. And yet, it works, and largely off of the strength of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That man yeah. seems to have more charisma in that, what, 5,000 mm -hmm. pound muscle body that he has 
than most action heroes could even dream to have. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the film's any good. He somehow <laughs> manages to elevate it to at least fun. And yeah. it's striking to me. I was just thinking about it when I was watching this. He's in more than one video game adaptation. Yeah. Well, we already watched Doom. We just watched Doom already. He's mm-hmm. in Jumanji, the Welcome to the Jungle. He's yeah, next in level, Doom. Yeah. He's in quite a few of them. And I don't know what it is about him where maybe they're just going back to him and asking again, or if he just wants to be a part of these, but he seems to be inexplicably tied to video game adaptations, which Mm -hmm. I find strange. Like, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think the concepts are so simple though. And like, I think like, listen, he's a incredible athlete with ridiculous charisma and he's come a long way. I think we said this when we watched Doom, he's come a long way in his acting ability to the point where I would genuinely call him an actor now. But, like, you also don't want to stretch him a lot. Like, things will blow up. He will ooze testosterone and charisma. And that will be that. That is – that, and, and he's so good for that. And it makes video game adaptation so perfect because, like, as this movie shows, like – or should I say – I should actually say as the game shows, it's a weak plot. There is no plot to the game. No. And if you're about to adapt something, you're adapting nothing – but a concept and he does well with that and it's funny i mean that just speaks to the rock himself like you mentioned how this is you know the three video game ish films and i personally like all three of his films i know some people can debate on doom but i i personally like all three of the films but most of the rocks films all feel like video games even if they're not based on video games he's just yeah i don't know he's he's just he's got it and he's entertaining to watch He's electrifying. <laughs> There's something about him that is larger than life. And not just the fact that he's this big dude. He exemplifies almost the the prototypical video game protagonist. Where no matter what's happening, he's still got a one-liner. He's still taking it fairly easy. He still seems to be enjoying himself even in the middle of Armageddon. Yeah. And that's basically every video game character that we play in, in a lot of these games. He seems like a really natural fit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But to go back to the the beginning of it, so the entire crux of the film adaptation of Rampage is an evil Mm. corporation, which was it Venagene or Eugene or... (laughs) That's a good question. Something with Gene in the name that made it sound all pun-like, where they're, for reasons that make about as much sense as when Umbrella Corporation does it, they're trying to create genetic modification of animals to make them large and hostile it goes wrong because of course it does and a couple of genetic experiments that have accidentally happened from a crash landed satellite of theirs in space have now mutated three different animals and those animals are destroying everything one of them being george the gorilla who up until he was mutated is a friend to Dwayne the rock johnson and somehow you believe that they have a friendship (laughs) it's the strongest relationship in the movie is dwayne johnson and a gorilla yeah it's a really human relationship and it's very strange the (laughs) the amount of emotion and the amount of just nuance that they've put into george this fake gorilla because that's not prosthetics that's not practical that's pure cg yeah. It feels like a really good extrapolation of the Planet of the Apes films. Like he feels believable on screen. I was captivated by For it. Sure. It was really cool. He's entertaining. You've got yeah, the only one bigger than the rock. <laughs> He's the only one bigger than the rock. But you have these fun interplays with them where 
the gorilla is giving him the finger and rock saying, I wish I hadn't taught you that. And the gorilla is laughing about it and thinks it's hilarious. And Mm -hmm. their friendship becomes the heart of this film because otherwise it doesn't really make a lot of sense that he would go to such extreme lengths and put himself in such dire situations to be involved when he's despite all of his training, just one guy to try and stop this calamity and this apocalypse from happening of these three monsters tearing Mm -hmm. apart a city but it's his friend and his friend is in trouble. Yeah. It's a bro movie, <laughs> which you yeah. don't expect yeah. going in. No. Yeah. Yeah. The name of the company's energy. I had to look it up. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, like uh, I agree that the, it weirdly <laughs> one of the more believable characters in the movie is the gorilla. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah. It's, and, and you it's feel sympathetic. For him. You care about him. Yeah. Like you care about him. He looks scared. You care what's happening to him. <laughs> Yeah, like I think the entire time, like you're genuinely invested, which is what makes The Rock's character believable because you, the audience, is invested in what's happened to this girl. It's a great time. Absolutely. Because if you subtract that from it, very little of The Rock's character makes sense. He's some sort of (laughs) ex-special forces who got caught up in stopping people from trafficking and poaching animals, who decides to work at a wildlife reserve raining people to stand five feet away from these deadly animals and not think much of it despite all of his Mm. special forces navy seals black ops whatever heck training he has why is he there (laughs) why is that his job (laughs) i know just loves animals yeah and he seems to be in charge like he is like in charge of like that whole section he's not just like the gorilla handler who reports to everyone else everyone reports to him like so i really don't know what his job is (laughs) yeah is he ceo of like animal love corporation like i didn't quite get it but you don't care player one (laughs) yes (laughs) you don't need to get it you don't need it player one (laughs) but my point is the relationship that they build between him and george is strong enough that you can just go ah screw it whatever you're using that special forces line to explain the fact that he's a badass throughout this entire thing rather than just well he's big so i guess he naturally comes with a bunch of martial arts skills because there's a lot of big people who can't conduct themselves the way he, he does he has this surety to himself especially near the end of it when he He gets cornered by two MPs when they're breaking off to steal a helicopter and just him going, look, guys, I I know you've got your orders to stop me, but then I'm going to have to choke you out and I'm going to have to knock you down and you're going to urinate yourself. And I don't want that to happen. So don't make me. (laughs) Yeah, I love that when he's choking. He's choking the guy out. It's okay. It's okay. It's a big arm. (laughs) Just Just lean into it. Massive arm. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. That's a big arm. You just go to sleep. <laughs> God damn. You have this movie start with characters that I don't know if the main female astronaut was a cameo. I'd have to look her up and see if she mattered, but they play it off like she's going to be a big thing and she doesn't really last very long. But the movie starts with very much a horror vibe, almost like a horror mm-hmm. comedy in terms of her trying to get off the space shuttle that's going to crash because of the small rat that's now been mutated into a what was that? 20, 30 foot mm-hmm. long, terrifying rat with all kinds of claws and horrible things out of your nightmares. That sums it up. Yeah. yeah. Very tense sequence. And it's funny because none of the rest of the action in the film, in my opinion, all the action is really good, but none of it has that same tone to it. None of it feels really horror tinged the way that the, the, o- the, on- the only the other. 
Yeah, the first okay. time the wolf in the woods would be the closest, I would say, is a second to that. The only reason I don't feel it yeah. for the wolf, I knew they weren't going to make it. They're a bunch of putzes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. scene existed to make the, the wolf way, cool. I just like the, the yeah, forest, it, what it looked like. It does like make and, the wolf cool. Yes. <laughs> it makes the wolf cool. And, and it, it's the way that it's so terrifyingly big and fast. Yes. That like, there's nothing they can do. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's what they say. It's like a 30 foot wolf. It's like, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and yet it moves yeah. so like, quickly, but they yeah. do have a nice fake out there where the leader of the, the special ops team mm. that's gone out to hunt down the wolf when they find it about its existence. Uh, and I'm going to butcher his mm. name. So I feel like a bit of a jerk, but Joe Magniello, he's a, Fairly well, yeah. thank you. He's a fairly well known actor. When he shows up, I was like, Oh, he might actually go the distance. He lasts like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, he lasts for such a Definition short duration of, of time that when Jeffrey Dean Morgan shows up as like the head of the FBI or whatnot, I was like, Well, I don't know if he's gonna make it either. <laughs> like, it felt almost like a Mars attack. He's kind actually of vibe. really good. Oh, he's amazing in it. He's so good. He almost, almost can take over the rock in this show. I thought he was just really entertaining. He's the only one yeah, whose like he is, persona stands up to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's so over the top in his own persona that he he carries like he he doesn't get overwhelmed by the sheer presence of the rock. Yeah, because um, I forget the uh, actress who plays um, the female lead in this, but like she's a good actress. Like she's Money Penny in the Bond films. Like she's mm-hmm. a good actress. She's Naomi Harris. Um, yeah, Naomi Harris. Yeah, and, and she's like, good. She's good. She's in a this. good actress. And she's, you know, she doesn't have bad timing with the rock, but she's just so overwhelmed by just his sheer rockness, yeah. <laughs> basically in every scene. That the only other person where it seems like it's a bit of a equal pissing match is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So right, and it's tough because you need those big personalities to match up to an existing big personality like the Rock, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a pretty good match. He's doing that. That thing where he's slightly leaning off to the left, all cocky like when he's playing Negan and those things, and he's got that southern drawl to him, mm-hmm. and just he seems so supremely overconfident that he'll make it out of everything okay that you believe him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he's just so, so cocky in it. Oh, he kills me. Yeah. Very he's entertaining. Yeah. Liked his character. And I like the the slow transition they do between starting as an antagonist to I can't remember The Rock's main character's name. Davis, I think. Um, The Rock. (laughs) Basically. I mean, let's face it. He has a a huge amount of charisma, but he's not playing hugely different characters most of the time. But either way. He's player two. (laughs) (laughs) He's player two. But he starts off as an antagonist to him, and over the course of it and over the course of seeing how the military is responding and how – the Rock really has the best chance of at least getting George back on their side. You see Jeffrey Dean Morgan's FBI character kind of lean towards him and help him out a little bit towards the end. It feels at least semi-plausible that he would. He already feels like he says that line, us assholes got to stick together. Mm -hmm. And it really does seem to ring true in it. Not that he's saying that they're assholes, but us guys that kind of are willing to step a little bit outside of what the protocol is. If we see what right things should be done. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I like that kind of interplay between them. That was pretty cool. Yeah. We haven't even discussed the the third monster out of the three, which is appropriate because the the monster doesn't even show up till what? 15 minutes left into the film? Until it doesn't show up until Rampage. Right. 
<laughs> which is kind yeah. of appropriate. Yeah. You have, what is yeah. this, an hour and 40 minute film and the first hour and yeah. 10, hour and 15 minutes are doing their best to create a plot that justifies the last 20 minutes. That's what the movie yes. feels like. Yeah, that sums it up. That's exactly yeah, that, it. That, that, that's a accurate. The last 20 yeah. minutes are the video accurate. game rampage, but with a little Dwayne Rock Johnson character running around yeah. trying to stop them. Yep. Yeah. And then you have the lizard, which they opted for a gigantic alligator, and I'm kind of in on that. I thought it was pretty wild. What'd you guys think? Of all, all three of them looked awesome. I, terrifying. Yeah. I thought it was terrifying. Like I thought of all of all, and like the wolf was badass, but yeah. that alligator is actually terrifying because it, it <laughs> is an armored lizard, <laughs> the size <laughs> of like both of them put together. It's massive. That was huge. It oh, is yeah. like it's so big. And that thing it did where it's like it did the Jurassic Park fan out with the fangs coming from the side of its head. I was just like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like and how they made it look more uh, like how they made an alligator's mouth look more terrifying with all the teeth lining the inside of its throat. I was like, what the hell is that? This thing is terrifying. It went very prehistoric, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. It looked yeah. like a weird yeah. mix between a dinosaur and an alligator. And it becomes the de facto villain, so to speak, out of the main ones. Because the wolf, while it's pretty awesome, it doesn't last that long once you get down to it. It's able to at least be tossed around a little bit by George. And spoiler for anyone who's listening and cares, turn it off now, run away. And Ryan, I mean you, the alligator bites (laughs) the wolf's head off. (laughs) Yeah. All right. The wolf gets destroyed by the alligator. The alligator is so terrifying, it destroys other antagonists in the room. (laughs) Look. Yeah. And it was one of those fights where you're genuinely like, yeah, I don't see how you really witness. This thing is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And every five minutes, it's some new thing. You're like, okay, this will be what kills it. And that doesn't work. And now I'm inside the broken helicopter. I'm going to fire everything at it. And that's not going to work. It was just a series of failures trying to take down this unstoppable force. But it had it had a really good kinetic energy to that last 20 minutes that reminded me of 90s Mm. action films specifically. Your Jerry Bruckheimer kind of films, your Independence Days and your Con Airs, those sorts of films. It had that feel where I don't really care so much if it's real anymore. I don't care about, oh, God, if this was happening in my city, I'm just enjoying the spectacle of it like a roller coaster. And it handles it really well. They, they intentionally crash a helicopter. <laughs> I know. It's just, oh. And him going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just we're just going to ride this building down on it and then we'll land. Yes. <laughs> yes. They crash a helicopter by riding a collapsing building. Trust me. By that point, you don't you're not even questioning it. You're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You're like, oh, no. Yeah, this is a video game. <laughs> but in the context of the film, to survive that. It feels OK. It doesn't feel weird or out of place. It makes sense. It, it, but it feels more far out there than the three monsters themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the rock got shot early on in the in those last 20 minutes. And it's I, I'm just assuming he's flexing and keeping his blood in because he's barely bleeding. <laughs> right. <laughs> he grabs his side periodically, but he's just holding his blood in, I'm assuming, because he's a superhero at this point. Because they're doing just increasingly more ridiculous things as the movie goes on. And honestly, you just, you're just like, okay, because 
you're buying everything else that's happening on screen because it's so over the top. I love it. Well, why not? Because, I mean, like you said, one of the two villains, because the true two main villains of the film, I suppose, are the brother and sister duo that, sorry, yeah. the brother and sister, the brother sister? and sister duo. <laughs> you got it three times. Yeah, yeah the sister That run this evil corporation. They're the ones who are kind of behind everything, and she shoots them when they're going to stop them running away with all the evidence of what they've done. He goes down immediately. She shoots him in the side, and it's the most realistic takedown I've seen. He gets shot. He drops. (laughs) And two minutes later, he's up and running around. If I stub my toe, I'm out for a little bit. This guy is shot, as far as I can tell, in the kidney. And maybe he flexed and the bullet popped back out. I don't know. Maybe he took a med kit, sure. so maybe it is true video game fashion where he, like, ate a hamburger and got all his yeah. health back. I don't know, but he mm-hmm. seems unfazed yeah. by it, running around and leaping and riding helicopters down buildings. Just all realism is, I mean, let's face it, realism didn't even show up to the party, and it's certainly not invited halfway through. <laughs> Just, Definitely not. But a direct callback to the video game was uh, the, the ape eating her in the red dress, right? Oh, so. yeah. Because in the game, that's always a classic, right? You smash the building, you find people in the building, but there was always that girl in the red dress, and you'd grab her and eat her. And I laughed when she was wearing the red dress. I'm like, okay, he's got to eat her. And sure enough, he did. And I was like, okay. I should have made that connection. I didn't think of it until she was already falling. Oh, good. Gets to eat someone. I should have known the red dress meant food. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if they were actually going to do it or not. But But they did. One quick question about the corporate siblings. Because I'm trying to understand it, but I I really can't. And I know I've already touched on the audacity and stupidity of we're going to make genetic freak things for the sake of profit, but you don't explain how you're going to turn a profit by doing so. When the plan is, oh, no, our stuff is out there. So since it's rampaging its way across the entire country, we'll emit a signal from the top of our specific building in the middle of the city and bring them to us and the military will take them down and there won't be any evidence left whatsoever. One, how do they not think that Mm -hmm. bringing them back towards the building will not draw any suspicion towards them? Them. Two, after they sent a spec ops team to take down the wolf and it had no luck, why do they think the military is going to do any better in a crowded city? I don't understand any of this stupid plan of theirs other than... So the movie could happen. The movie needs to happen, and (laughs) it needs to happen in a city. So we're going to do dumb corporate decisions until it brings them to the city. Doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's said on page 72 of the script. (laughs) (laughs) And they only had 73 pages to work with. It only strikes me... We better back up. In this particular Mm -hmm. film, it only strikes me because a lot of other things that they could just fluff off, they take the time to at least have a cursory explanation, like The Rock's military training. Oh, yeah, he was spec ops before this. The fact that the girl has this, uh, Naomi Harris has this gigantic hatred for them, and you find out that she was imprisoned by the system after trying to expose them, and her brother ends up dying while she's in prison, so she blames them for the fact that she never got to say goodbye. It explains why she's so doggedly pursuing them. And yet, no explanation for their sheer cartoonish levels of dumbness. The villains are bad. trying to explain... Like, I stopped trying to explain the two siblings because every time the brother shows up on screen, that guy's acting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
is so awful. I assume on purpose because um, it was perfect, but it's awful that I was just like, oh, okay. I'm not supposed to take anything. These apparently multi-billionaires who have their own space shuttle doing science in space. Uh, they're just eccentric billionaires. They, they I don't know. I guess they can do whatever they want. Like, I suppose I, I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't. They the, made the ultimate TGRIUs. <laughs> like, didn't she say the, he breaks a model, the brother breaks a model. And she's like, yeah, that's a $10,000 model. I'm like, that was a $10,000 model. You couldn't have made that cheaper. Oh, I know. Oh, God, we got a Lego. <laughs> I don't understand how those two managed to get anywhere towards having a corporation that was successful. I assume it was handed down to them and they've just, slowly eroded it ever since that's my guess i can think of a few real life comparisons to that but so you have that initial horror-esque satellite sequence the the space station you have the the first major action sequence which is the wolf which is pretty wild again kind of horror in its own right and really there the next big action sequence i suppose is in the plane with george when they've managed to at Mm -hmm. least yeah. capture or talk him down or, or what have you and they've got him sedated on there and then the signal starts up and he loses his mind trying to get out that was a pretty cool sequence but i was pretty sure yeah. jeffrey dean morgan died in it so i was surprised when he got back up <laughs> yeah he can't kill player two he put another quarter in yeah though yeah. i did like the idea of the rock in his just infinite action hero-ness when you've got the the plane is going to go down and he's trying to eject, he can see that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is slumped over, not dead, but unconscious. And rather than just escaping, he's going to go over to his unconscious body and try and throw a parachute onto him as well so they can both escape <laughs> and then pull the chute for him when they're jumping off. <laughs> and just Jeffrey Dean Morgan, holy shit, and you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Ignoring again the fact that if you're skydiving, no one can hear each other. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, yeah. But it was awesome. Like they're they're talking, they're talking via an airplane. That's a cargo plane <laughs> that is <laughs> falling from the sky with explosions, with air whipping through, and they're just talking like they're barely yelling. Oh yeah, <laughs> just having like, normal conversation, falling at that pretty much normal conversation. Yeah. It, again. I know I'm nitpicking logic, but I just, it always kind of kills me in movies when you see that. I know I watched a Mythbusters episode years ago where they thoroughly disproved anything point break wise about a conversation because you're trying to yell at each other and you're just hearing because you're falling. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me think back to, I don't know if you guys remember the first crank film, but at the end of it, when he's falling out of the helicopter and he takes the time to call his girlfriend and leave her a message on the answering machine saying goodbye and that he yeah. loves her. And then in the second film, cause he somehow lived <laughs> and he goes, didn't you get the message that I left you? And she goes, what message? And it just shows the tape recorder playing. It's like, yeah, that's how it would play out. Yeah. But I got a kick out of that. There's very little that I can really complain about in the film. I know you mm-hmm. said earlier, mindless. And yeah, to a degree, sure, it is. It's a popcorn flick yeah. through and through. But I mean that in the best yeah. possible way. Even when you look at its reviews yeah. online, the the Rotten Tomatoes website, which, you know, you have all of the, the critics who usually get together and just pound the crap out of anything that has video game in it. Even they gave it 51. That's technically a pass. 
audience score yeah. is sitting at 71, yeah. which is more where I feel it should be. It's a solid B I film. Uh, it's good enough that I, I, I ended up... I'd give it an 80. Yeah, fair enough. Like, I <laughs> I have very little complaints. It. It's a fun movie. I watched it with Parker. He hadn't seen it before, and we had a good laugh watching it. The yeah. one-liners are just consistently entertaining throughout the rock when he goes to steal the helicopter and she goes you know how to fly this thing oh yeah 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 i know how oh, and yeah. then almost busts oh, one wheel back. turning on and it's coming back to me it's coming back <laughs> yeah. like, i love it it's just fun throughout right which yeah. i really enjoyed yeah. i was surprised by and again i know we get into spoilers and we talk about the films throughout so if you don't want to know why are you still listening but i fully expected george to die at the end i expected a big sacrifice where he would be gone and it would be a big sad moment and my god does this film ever play on that particular (laughs) notion and screw with you play on it and it's done well it's also one of the also one of the funnier moments it's one of the best moments in the film genuinely one of the best moments you have this tearful goodbye between george and the rock as george is dying after the rock tells him you know we did it buddy you saved everyone and then when he's looking away and talking to uh, talking to the rest of the people in the scene, you see that George kind of opens his eye and looks at him. He turns back and says, are you faking? Did you open your eyes? You did that to me now? You pretended you're dead during this? <laughs> like, yeah. That is outstanding. Yeah. Such a yeah. dick move. And yet <laughs> yeah. it made sense. It. Their relationship, that seems about right. So I, I got a yeah. huge kick out of that. I thought that was pretty wild. But it... It had me worried for a moment. I thought I was going to lose George. Is there anything that I'm missing that really struck out as impressive to you guys? Or any anything like you'd mentioned with the red dress? Any other callbacks to the games that I'm particularly missing? Well, the only thing I wanted to mention was on a video game level, let, let's be honest, Rampage is really nothing, right? Like you said, it's a, mi- a couple monsters just destroying buildings. You get all the buildings down, you go to stage two, and you, you rinse and repeat. Right. The only story element in the in the video game is that the monsters are actually humans that are mutated. True. And I, I was kind of curious. I thought they were going to go the human way. I, I feel like they kind of cheesed out to make it easier to be like, oh, we'll just mutate already animals mm-hmm. on the planet and make them just bigger. I would have liked to have maybe seen the more, I guess you'd call it like the mad scientist fifties turning people into these giant monsters and them running rampage yeah. around the okay. city. Um, I mean, I'm not disappointed. I'm just, when you're trying to base it off a video game that literally only has two aspects, humans that were turned into monsters and monsters destroy buildings. You've only got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only other callback I felt like was when they're obviously rampaging but the scene where they're actually physically climbing the building. Yeah. Like that's right yeah. out of the game, right? Like you're, yeah. you climb up the building and as you climb up the building, you're destroying it. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's really the yeah. only other callback. Other than that, it's almost a, a unique concept in, in terms yeah. of everything else they throw at you, except for the fact that there's something called rampage and in rampage, there's monsters that break buildings. Okay. We'll work with that. And they've created something that honestly, I could see them creating a sequel for this movie. I don't know how. I don't know what Absolutely. they do, but it would just happen. If they did, I'd and see And I would it. watch it because it's fun. Yeah, And it's it'll fun. be the humans turning into monsters it. this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, careful what you wish for because last time I saw The Rock turn into a monster, it was the Scorpion King, and that did not bode well. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, it's funny. Actually, what I thought of was, you know, if it's a human who touches the ooze and then it, you know, dives into your inner DNA, which links you to whatever animal... Wait, this sounds like a movie we're about to watch. Hmm. 
Mm. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to stop there. Yeah. Overall, very few complaints. And like you said, when it gets to them smashing and kind of going through the, the city, I really liked the look of it, especially the alligator monster his movement up the side of a building where halfway through he just kind of dive into the building and then start destroying it yeah he looked really cool i thought that was pretty wild stuff so yeah i got a huge kick out of that the effects were fantastic yes very much so yeah there's no doubt about those they're really good yeah yeah they didn't skimp out at all it looked solid throughout the entire thing so i was very happy about that and Mm -hmm. again whether or not you're a fan of video games if you're a fan of The Rock and action films, it's The Rock in another action film. I feel like The Rock, he's a big star now. Don't get me wrong. He's a huge star. But I feel like if he came out during the 80s and 90s as the action star that he is now, I think he would have been near unstoppable as a force in Hollywood. Like, I think that he's just displaced by a decade or so in terms of his chance to really be huge worldwide. You think about how big... Schwarzenegger and Stallone and all them were in their time if he was able to come out around that time he would have been a force to be reckoned with beyond anything oh, yeah, that we see sure. there. you know what though I I actually think he might be arguably as big maybe bigger because like one of the things that is funny about him is like the the on like unrelated obviously to the movie but just the entrepreneur side right like he's in an HBO series Ballers that I think he helps produce. He has his uh, Project Rock workout gear. He's seemingly constantly working and pumping out movies. He's got his own tequila now. And the weirdest thing, which if you really think about it, like his roots are in wrestling in the WWE, but he he now owns the name The Rock. True. Like if you think about that, like WWE doesn't own his branding. He is his own brand. Like it's his name is Dwayne Johnson, but if you say The Rock, more people will recognize exactly who you're talking about, and I think that's yeah. worldwide. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So I could be wrong, yeah. but I still feel like he would have been bigger personally. <laughs> I agree. He definitely would have been a force to be reckoned with. Oh yeah, he'd been right there with Arnold. But one thing for sure, the trailer did not undersell this movie. If you went to this no. movie because you saw the trailer, it delivered. Oh, absolutely! Yes. Like you didn't you didn't watch this trailer and then come out of that movie and been like, man, that just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No, it had huge action. <laughs> yeah, you would never go into that movie being like, oh, I thought it was Gorillas in the Mist. Like it's yeah, <laughs> it's, it is what it is. Yeah, probably not. There was no love story. No, I mean, you had the joke about one at the end where George, <laughs> <laughs> where sure. George motions between Naomi and the. <laughs> You have that moment at the end where George kind of points between Naomi and Dwayne Johnson and mentions friends. He's like, yeah, yeah, we're friends. And then does the finger in the whole motion. He's like, oh, George, (laughs) what's wrong with you? (laughs) And that made me laugh pretty hard. That was, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's the thanks, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. That was pretty wild. She's like, George, what's wrong with you? And then he's like, yeah. So yeah, I got a kick out of that. Exactly. It was it was good stuff overall, yeah. right? But we yeah. will call that one to a close. I think that that one is a pretty successful adaptation, in my opinion. I think that one is solid. Uh, but we will uh, we will take a break from that one, and when we come back, uh, we will look at another direct 
adaptation. And I can't remember what we were going to discuss, so hopefully one of you two can remember. And if not, then uh, we will just pull out of the grab bag. Do either of you remember? Yeah, well, uh, off the top of my head. Dungeon Siege in the name of the king. We'll it there, out. it's happening. Ooey Bull. Hey! And that is the downside of not remembering things. God help us all. We thank you again yeah. for listening to Press X and Reload. <laughs> I have been Nick Moore. With me were Wayne Brissett and Mark Dennis. Gentlemen. Thanks for having us as always. Adios. I hope you come back next week for Dungeon Siege. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs>